0: everyone. Welcome back to the third episode of Admitted, Townsend Harris's premier college admissions podcast where you hear essays, writing, tips, and more from real students who got into their dream schools. Um, I'm Elliot, back as your host for this episode.
1: And I'm Catherine. Um, in this episode, we'll be speaking with senior sing- with Axel Frederick about what got him into the Macaulay Honors Program at the City College. Here. Axel, congratulations and thank you for joining us to
2: yeah, 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 I'm so glad I got into that, especially since it was,
0: uh, well, really hard to get into. So, the prompt that you chose for Lakali um, was describe a topic, idea, or concept you find so engaging that it makes you to use all track of time. Why does it captivate you, and what or food do you turn to when you want to wear more? Our topic is linguistics.
2: Manto <laughs> hat. I love languages. It's a subject chained to my existence as each phoneme and grammatical pattern seeped from the stream of consciousness. It all started in sixth grade when my middle school had a class where we were given basic introduction to Japanese. It wasn't a very comprehensive introduction, and we only learned colors, sizes, and how to say teeth. But the one thing that captivated me the most were its three writing systems, hiragana, katakana, and kanji. Yeregana had a relaxed, very relaxed personality and welcomed those who met it with open arms. Gatakana was the excited teenage girl with not much beyond what the eye sees. Kanji, on the other hand, was a foe to my Indo-European eyes, used to alphabets and aleph-total. Thankfully, for my 6th grade mind, we didn't touch kanji yet. But in 8th grade, we did learn basic Chinese characters and their stroke order. At least they don't have an alphabet that pretends to be phonetic, but isn't. For example, Thai, English, and C++. I was a natural at pronouncing words how others said them. I know my tones and my voiceless bilabial plosives, my Ps, from my voiceless uvular plosives, my q's. When I started taking French, I was one of the few people who attempted to pronounce things correctly, yet I still pronounced the T in Thal. French is the Java of Romance languages, Attempting to be bold and brash with its silent T's and S's and passe composé, paralleling the complexity of system output. I loved my French teacher due to her loud interjections about pumpkin spice lattes. She motivated me to study French on my own where literally five minutes after I get a worksheet, I finish the work for that day along with the day after. Opposed to the brashness of the French tone can the precision of lack. It's a complex language, but if you wish to say when the ships were sent, you can construct an ablative absolute and say navibus visis. Latin is the sea of the European languages, codifying what is and setting the basis, while also nurturing many more languages. Language teachers enthrall me like no other, gluing my eyes to the board and keeping me wide awake as I'm ready to learn about relative clauses and declensions. <laughs> When I come home from school, or even during school, I lurk in online communities discussing and even creating languages, as well as discussing grammar and interesting linguistic features. The internet showed me the wonders of consonant mutation in the Celtic languages, the script that was written only by women in a Chinese province, and that my girlfriend speaks Urdu, which is extremely similar to Hindi, the language I grew up hearing in various songs and movies. My family is from Guyana, and we were all raised native English speakers, but the memory of the Hindi language is branded upon all of us. Shahrukh Khan adorns our home and we watch movies mostly in Hindi with English subtitles. And our and Zoka music is stolen from popular Bollywood songs. <laughs> I attempted to learn it and I felt at home. I feel the soul of Hindi in the eyes of its speakers even though I don't know the language well on a technical level. My mind is a translator between various different niches and subjects. Yet when I find a focus, I continue down that path and speak the language fluently. This is why I'm glued to programming, engineering, and math, since my mind translates to and between each language with ease, apprehending their grasp with my desire to learn. I wade between the realms of various subjects and they parse smartly among them, for the mind speaks many languages.
1: Thank you so much, and what a beautiful essay. We first want to start our talk with questions about the process. So... The first question is, why did you choose this prompt? How did you narrow down your prompts to choose this
2: one? I kind of just thought about what my gut told me. I just picked the first prompt that I thought would be the one that would probably be the easiest for me to write. I just looked at the different comment prompts and I just said, hey, this one looks good. And then I typed up whatever came to mind. I It didn't matter when I was at 1 a.m. writing this essay. I had to I had to redo a draft of my college essay because my uh, my parents looked at my old essay and they were like no nah, know. I don't know if this was worked. Well, then what happened was behind their back I took that essay and uh, I reworked it into my Macaulay supplement.
1: So the next question is, what challenges did you come across while drafting your essay, and did you know you were gonna focus on this topic from the start, or did you have like multiple drafts that went into?
2: Oh. I the thing is, I I did have multiple drafts. My first draft I actually did when I was in AP Lit during uh, the uh the essay writing workshop. And it wasn't an, it was a good essay I'd say, but I wouldn't say that it got like the sort of creative genius that I think the the second essay I did. But like my first essay was mostly about my time in, uh, District 75 and when I was at a special education institution and how my schooling life has changed. And it was how I progressed from a point where I was nowhere near a mainstream school system to being in Talton Harris, the number one high school in the city, really. And, like, it's funny. My, uh, my, my life at this point is a very complex thing. It's just I started off in one place, ended up in another, and it was such a gradual transition that I
0: didn't even notice. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I definitely like feel that with just like the, with the journey that all of us as seniors have gone through uh, since freshman year to now and even before then, like you were mentioning. Um, I guess with with Macaulay itself, um, it's it's a different application, right? Uh, yeah. You were mentioning earlier with, with how you use sort of the Common App essay and sort of like condense that in, right?
2: Yeah. I took that old Common App prompt, and what's funny was that I think it was actually, it was, just, the the prompt was like, why Macaulay? And like, I just said, hey, I, I, and then I just wrote my essay about what I found in draft, and then I combined it with why I want a
0: MacBook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was, that was another one of the supplements I read. Also very good. Could you talk us through a little bit about uh, why specifically you applied to Macaulay and sort of what you had to speak, uh, Doing there, focusing your coursework around, stuff like that. Um, for the viewers at home that don't know, uh, the Macaulay Honors Program is a very uh, prestigious um, uh, uh, program that you can attend a community school under, uh, and it's entirely free. And I believe um, the Macbook thing you were talking about, they also give you free technology. Right. Great technology.
2: They get access to even like events and such, like in, cl- in addition to the events that you could access by being a QE student through those passes, you also get access to, um, in, in the Qt schools, you get to take seminars that are actually really engaging from how their courses is written sound and I can't wait to take them.
0: It's awesome. So, is that like, so seminars are an example of like coursework you want to take, sort of like humanities focus? Is there like anything else? There you? Are you. humanities focus. But at the same time,
2: I'm also majoring in computer science. So maybe it's best side leave aside
0: all the annotated bibliographies and papers for what
2: yeah. I need to do, English composition.
0: How is your experience at Townsend Harris sort of shaped to, to, how you got to this point? Like, uh, what kinds of extracurriculars did you do or like coursework that you take sort of overall, like how's your experience been? I love Townsend. It's like, if I could, if I could just repeat these
2: four years again, I would do it all over again, except instead of taking AP physics, I take a, I think jazz band or something. My classes actually were really geared towards the STEM field. Like I took a three like classes that would be considered STEM. In junior year, I took. It. I took AP Comp Sci. Uh, what else did I take? I took weight Calc. That was one. I took electronics and mechanics, and I felt that those really helped me. And senior year, right now, I'm taking AP Calc and AP Physics at the same time. It is. <laughs> it is. It is quite the thing. The journey.
1: So kind of just to wrap things up, we have one last question, and it's what advice would you give to current students who are beginning the college application right in process and just the admissions person?
2: Really, I would just say be yourself, but oh, well, it's kind of the generic advice that everybody gets. It's presenting what you can put out there, and you can say, hey, that's me. I do this thing. And just write about what makes you unique and what makes you, what makes you tick as well. You can write about something very niche or if there's a topic that's really influenced your life that much it would be good to mention it but well the thing is with college essays it's like it's not it's really not the same structure as other essays it's very uh very non-rigid very free-form and it the fact that it's so free-form is very daunting to a lot of students also Please ask your guidance counselors what they think of your essay. And your teachers, too. Especially your guidance counselors, too. I have, like, a really good relationship with Ms. Graf. I'm like... Yeah. Well, I do still, like, very often. But, like, that's, that's something you also should keep in mind. It's just general advice. Have a good relationship with your counselor. It's going to help you with a log run, and it's going to make your rec letter that they're going to write stand out.
1: Thank you so much. Uh, I think that wraps it up for this episode. Uh, th- Axel, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us, and congratulations on your acceptance once again.
0: For more episodes of Admitted, you can follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and subscribe to us on YouTube at The Classic TV. You can also check out The Classic on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at classic, and you can keep up to date with the latest articles on com or at The Classic Critic critic.chhsclassic.com
1: Thank you all for watching and listening and we'll see you next time on Admitted.
0: Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.